Blog Talk Radio. Topics may change, but one thing stays the same. You're going to have a damn good time. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the sexiest. Literally everything is malfunctioning. You know, phone just strange. The music to my intro is working. It's going up and down. I have no idea what is happening right now, you guys. Okay. All right. Wow, here we go. So, hi guys, welcome to Ashley on Air. I am your host, Ashley Rogers, and I am naturopathic practitioner and herbalist, <laughs> specializing in functional and energetic medicine. And I'm back. It's been a few weeks, and I'm really, really happy to be back. I missed you guys. Um, so yeah, as I said, I just hi you guys. Uh, I just want to make this like a live open form. I don't have a lot of topics uh, to. I don't have a topic, a specific topic, or a guest, as you can tell. Um, so I just kind of want to make this an open form and we can, you know, I can answer questions and talk about a few things. Um, I just want to update you guys. Uh, good morning, Josh. I just want to update you guys on a little bit of things. Um, nothing too huge happening. There is one kind of major um, change that has, has happened. So give me one second. I'm going to try to get into the, I have a really hard time getting into the chat of this thing. So let me do that for a second. Um, I don't know what to do here. Um, let's go like this. Hold on. Let's see. Live. Um, I don't know. I look tired. Oh my God. Okay. Well, here's why I look tired. Actually. I look tired because can I go to the dashboard, please? Last night when I lay down to go to bed, I just started coughing, like, nonstop, and I'm like, what the heck? Like, I'm going to move this towel. I spilled something. Don't tell Travis. Uh, I just started coughing out of nowhere, and I'm like, what is going on? So I, it kept me up most of the night, and also, um, I'm kind of drinking a lot of water right now on this this 45-day thing, and so I, and I haven't done this yet, but I think it's finally starting to, like, go through and do what it's supposed to. Thanks, Chris. Um, but I... <laughs> I um I got up to go to the bathroom a lot in the middle of the night. So that's something I never normally do. So yeah, I do look a little bit tired this morning, but I promise I'm fine. I'm awake. I just and I get up every morning super early and we go to the gym and um we do all that like you know, okay, here we go. I got to get to the chat. Okay, and we do all that like working out super early in the morning. So but I'm here. I'm good. I promise. So, uh, okay, so um, updates with me. So last week, or the week before last, I guess, I was in Oklahoma. Um, <laughs> no, we don't have an EC. It's not even that. It's just like all the other, there's all these other things, you know, going on at any given time with me. It's crazy. Um, but So anyway, we went to Oklahoma, and it was so nice to be home. I, I posted a lot about it, and then I was like, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to chill and enjoy my time and enjoy my family. So I did that, and I kind of just, unplugged a little bit and enjoyed being home and it was really nice my niece graduated high school and um you know my grandmother retired after so many years of working at an airline and so it was just it was really really good to be home and stuff so I still can't see the chat on here um 
am I on? I'm on, right? Like, <laughs> not, not on. Um, let's see. Oh. Sorry, thank you for being patient while I get this figured out. I'm on. Okay, good. Thanks, Chester. Okay, here we go. Um, top chat. Yay! Okay, I'm on. Oh. Goody, goody, goody. Um, and so then last week, I, I, I got back on Tuesday night, and Travis and I kind of did our thing where we, um, it was so great. Oh, man, it was so good. But we kind of did our thing where we, like, caught up on our TV shows, and we just hung out, just he and I. Um, and so we went to bed a little bit late. And um, so Wednesday, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to take the day, and I'm going to unpack, and I didn't do that. <laughs> so I haven't done that. But I was like, I'm going to take the day and do some things. And so it was really nice to just get caught up on some things and um, and whatever, get back in the gym and get it back in my routine. So this week, I've been back on the routine and back in office and everything like that and, you know, back to doing procedures and seeing clients and all that stuff. So, um, oh, so I'm back. So we got to talk about Game of Thrones because I've got a couple of questions about that. I, first of all, what like what happened this whole season? I mean, and I think it's a popular um, opinion that it was. It felt super rushed. It felt like there were so many amazing possibilities that they could have done with this show, and they just didn't. And it, I think there were so many holes in the storyline. There were so many disappointing moments when it could have been so much better. So let's go back all the way to I guess like episodes like one and two. Like, when they were building up to something, it was just, like, really, I don't know, didn't make sense to me. And then episode three, and sorry if you guys haven't seen this yet, but Arya killed the Night King. That was pretty cool, but we had waited the entire season to see the Night King, and what I had expected would have been probably a better show, is that if we saw the Night King get all the way through to Cersei first, and then, and then we had to fight Cersei at the end I don't know but I just think that would have been a much better thing I don't like the way they killed Cersei and Jaime I I don't like the way Tyrion ended up there was just so many stupid things and then I mean there was a part of me at some point that I was like look you know Daenerys is crazy like she she needs to be stopped but honestly if anybody in the whole show could have stopped her aside from killing her. Oh, oh, sorry, Danny. Yeah, you got to leave. You got to leave. Ooh, go, go, go before you get spoilers. Um, so, like, I don't know. I'm just like, I, if anyone could have stopped her from being crazy, he could have done it. They could have really, he could have balanced her out. They could have rolled the world together. But if she wasn't going to not be the Mad Queen, then I'm, I guess I'm glad she died. The scene with Drogo was crazy intense, but I'm pissed the way it ended up. I'm, I'm just, I'm pissed the way, the way it ended up with John getting shit canned and he had to go all the way back to Night's Watch. And Night's Watch isn't even a freaking thing now. So now he has to live with the wildlings, like after he is a Targaryen and he's like, oh, it just, all of it, 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 it really did not sit well with me I don't know you can share your opinions um but (laughs) 
I was just, I guess I had some expectations. I think they could have done so much more with the ending of the show, you know, with those two on top of the world. And, and he kind of brought her back down off her, hi, you know, he could have brought her back down off of her, her craziness, I think. Oh, I mean, but it's over now. I don't know. Like the next day I just felt this sense of just like, I don't know, because it's been years of watching the show and then we had to wait a year and a half or more, you know, to see the show again. And it was all this hype and all this build up, and it was like, it just felt like, oh, I don't know. I was like, okay, now I have some type of something to move on from, you know, because some days I was like, you know, the show doesn't have happy endings. Well, you know what? It could have, though. I mean, it could have had some epic, like, super powerful ending where, you know, Bran didn't come out to be the king. And I just, I don't know. I, I just feel so, I don't know. I feel like it was just so, I don't know. I also feel like George R. R. Martin is sitting there somewhere because you know they consulted with him because he hasn't finished he hasn't finished the books and he hasn't done he hasn't finished it. <laughs> so, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, when you look at it like that, he belongs in the north. That's where he felt most free. He didn't want the he didn't want any part of the throne or anything like that. So if he didn't want it, I don't know how it could have you know played out for him. I'm not really sure, but um, I think because George George R. R. Martin, they're like, okay, well you know, he's probably telling him, this is great. This is perfect. This is exactly how I would have ended it. And you watch and like, Hey Alex, in like five or six years, we're going to get like this epic book <laughs> from him finishing it out the way that it really should be. Meanwhile, he's like, yeah, go ahead and do that. Everyone's going to hate that. He knows a thing or two about being a hated, you know, person for killing off favorite characters. So he's like, everyone's going to hate that shit. And then I'm going to come in and I'm going to swoop in and I'm going to make it epic. I'm going to make a lot of money. Who knows? I don't know. Um, you know, so anyway, it was just, it was a whole lot, a whole lot of story for it to feel like it ended so simply. I like the ending with Sansa. I love Sansa. I love her so much. And I love, like, like I love Sophie Turner as a person, but it's Sansa's character. Oh, I just loved her. So seeing her in that, that's why it would be for Halloween, by the way, seeing her in that epic, beautiful freaking dress and just her crown and everything. Oh, with the tree of life leaves and the sleeves. Oh, that was like, I was getting the chills. <laughs> I was, oh, you think you like that? This is my husband's gaming chair that I use. It, um, it is very high tech. Um, I don't have another one. <laughs> This is the one I use for my shows. So thanks. I'm glad you like it. It's actually quite cozy. It's got the support here, and it's got a big lumbar thing there. <laughs> yeah, Tyrion ending up as the hand was pretty funny. Um, yeah, so anyways, that's my Game of Thrones rant. I don't know if you have anything else to add, but oh, it was a long ride. It was a long ride for just be like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess um, Sansa, I think Sansa wanted the North to be separate the whole time, and that's what she got it. So that's what she got. Am I going to check out the prequel? I don't know if I'm going to check out the prequel or not. Honestly, if it has a lot of Ed Stark in it and Catelyn and, um, and stuff, maybe. I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. 
the small council meeting was fun. I like that. Um, I'll probably watch the prequel. I don't know. I would honestly, I would be, you know what I was thinking, and you can tell me what you guys think about this, is that in like five, anywhere between five to ten years from now, that they do some type, hopefully not D&D, I don't know. They were pretty good up until the last season, but, I mean, last, yeah, last season, but is come out with some super epic, um, we're talking about Game of Thrones, <laughs> some super epic, like, movie trilogy, maybe same characters, or just just one big movie where we kind of get to see, like, where things are in Westeros down the road. I don't know. Something cool. Something's got to happen. Kind of like they did with the Lord of the Rings. How they made it like a big trilogy or something like that. And I hate when people compare Game of Thrones to Lord of the Rings. But anyways, <laughs> so let's move on. So let's talk about um, so where SoCal Natural Health is now. Um, okay, hold on. We're not done with Game of Thrones. The prequels will be frustrating. They would need loads of CGI. Yeah, they would. I don't know. We'll see. Because they would have to go back to, like, Mad King era, and which isn't so far before where we ended up coming in. So I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. There there have been a few prequels in history, though, that have been really good and, and really helpful to the show. So I wouldn't discount it completely. So we'll see. Um. Okay, so... Anyways, you're going to get me all worked up. I'm already worked up. So SoCal Natural Health is doing well. I'm still, um, obviously, what we're here to talk about. Um, So I'm still seeing people virtually and in person uh, doing the cryo skin, which is awesome, seeing great results. It's really kind of picking up, and people are learning that, you know, it's doing really well. Just to get it started, I've been working on people in the office and just a few other influencers, and we're going to post and, and do all that stuff so people can see the results and just kind of get some hype going. Overall wellness and, and tying lifestyle into your health and things like that um, is the biggest I guess biggest thing when it comes to optimal aging and and the message that I want to get across. Um, so uh, some new things going on inside of that though is I've added a couple new services which doesn't really do much for some of you who are not in person. Um, and then kind of within that same thing, but a little bit different is that I have um, I, I've been studying quantum biophysics and integrative medicine, and I'm staying within that realm because I, I do believe that the future of genomics and the future of health and medicine lies in energy medicine because we're making this huge shift. And please feel free to tell me what you think about any of this at any time. I'm totally open to um, to that. But um, uh, hold on. <laughs> So being in Piranha 3D was awesome. It actually changed my life. We'll talk more about that later. Um, but I I have decided to, my doctorate, I'm almost done, and then write a dissertation time, I switched it. It's classic me. Um, to doctor in metaphysical sciences. So there's so much to be said about, you know, the person's health right down from. Bye, Josh. Thanks for coming. You can catch the rest later if you um, if you want on here and then on iTunes as well. Um, but so much about what I do every day in office and and working virtually with my clients is that I'm every almost every single person 
there's some type of metaphysical blockage or like energetic blockage from traumas or anything that they're experiencing. So, you know, a lot of people don't, a lot of people have tried everything right to heal and they've, they've tried the supplements and they've tried the, you know, whatever it is and they can't fix their relationship with food and they can't stop these bad habits. And so in going in and doing the deeper work with these people, the energetic work and, and learning their blockages and from traumas and how that's manifesting in a physical sense, systemically in their bodies, that's when things really start to click and go off. And the way that I can, I can help people dig deeper into that is to have them look into their higher mind or their higher self. And it really doesn't matter like what you believe in. If you're a God person, if you're a universe person, if you're, you know, it really doesn't matter if, if we all live on the basis or understand the basis that it's one mind. So you can have God, you can have source, you can have universe, um, you know, karmic effects of everything. Um, it, just thank you spider moose um it's just everything is i really feel like that is kind of the future not not only the future of medicine and where we're going but mostly what i'm seeing now you know again i i get people that come to me all the time and they're just they can't figure out what it is and once we get past that mind body work which we do a lot of then we're seeing a lot of healing so with my doctorate in metaphysical sciences and also my education in naturopathic and functional medicine, I can really combine those two to have a really powerful source of healing for people. And I can do other really cool things too. Like I'll be able to do metaphysical weddings, funerals, other types of ceremonies if I want to. Um, and I plan on doing some speaking engagements as well. So that's kind of an announcement that I'm making right now uh, with you guys. What is happening? What is happening? Why are you flipping out here? Um, an announcement that I'm making with you guys right now is that um, here pretty soon, maybe within the next year or so, I'm going to start traveling and doing some speaking engagements and um, things like that. So if you are in the United States, that's where I'm going to start. Hi, John. Then, you know, if you want me to come to your state, then I will start setting up like requests and things like that. So I have been a very busy body. I always am. Um, and, and, you know, in that it, I have to try to compartmentalize everything, but I'm not going anywhere. I'll always be around in some capacity. So the shows will continue speaking engagements, more interviews with more people and, um, et cetera, et cetera on that. And as far as like, um, getting metaphysically married, no, um, metaphysically I am already given away. <laughs> But, um, you know, it's, it's more of a ceremony where, um, you know, they want to they wanna connect to their soul contracts to each other, and they want to, um, you know, be a non-denominational type wedding where everything is very spiritual and energetic and just really, like I said, like energy-centric, and we're, we're, you know, bonding two souls that way. Um, and I'm not saying that any way is the right or wrong way to do it, I think, in, in the type of... Um, universal oneness that I believe in, there is no right or wrong. There are just several different, you know, prob possibilities. So if you want to get married under God, you can do that. If you want to get married under all the many gods, however you want to do that. But technically someone in that position would be like a high priestess or a divine priestess. And so that, that opens it up to a little bit more of what you can do in the, in the sense of the, the marriage ritual or the funeral or, they can do like christenings and, and baptisms and things like that, which I think technically if it's a baptism, it would have to be Baptist, but there are other metaphysical 
um, ceremonies for children, the cleansing of the water. I mean, all of these things go back to before, like religion was even a thing, um, you know, rituals and, and all that stuff. So studying those things is really, <laughs> I mean, I've always studied them. I've always been interested in I've always loved to be enchanted by the power of humankind and the the power, the ultimate power that's beyond us that we can tap into. Or the, again, whether you believe in God or you believe in Source or you believe in the universe. So, <coughs> so all of those things. So it's very exciting. Again, I will still do SoCal Natural Health. I'll always have that. I'm sure. Um, you know, things morph and change, and the, the universe is constantly giving birth. And I think that if we can take that kind of message and, you know, things that we're always giving birth to new things inside of our minds and um, our minds are our creators. I believe that. I believe that they're big creators and our thoughts are very, very powerful. But I also believe that our minds are always receiving signals and from our higher self, from the, you know, again, the one mind, the universal source. So if we are able to get past our conscious mind and get into that, okay, okay, Alex, um, get into that kind of more, you know, higher self-talk and align to what you're supposed to be. You're going to see all aspects of your life better from, you know, your the, your communication with yourself to your relationships, to your health, to your financial prosperity, all of those things. We have an infinite source of those things that we are directly connected to, that we have access to, that we deserve. And, you know, I, I've been kind of hearing across the board because I have this kind of group of colleagues and we all kind of end up posting the same things at the same time somehow. But uh, one huge thing going on around the circle right now is that, you know, if you don't pay now, you will pay later. For every, you know, negative consequence or negative action, there is, so for every negative action or negative trait, there is going to be some type of consequence. So you either invest right now, you pay up front. So that payment is you doing the work to invest to your higher self, your higher mind, aligning with that, taking the steps to have positive traits like, you know, better eating, intuitive eating, and, and all these things. And, and that's just barely even scratching the surface. I mean, we there's so many different diet possibilities, and that's where I can combine the two, where I can kind of meld the two together because – there's diet fads and nobody really knows what they're supposed to be eating. Nobody knows what supplements they're supposed to be taking when no two people are the same. We know that in functional medicine, but it is so much more than that. I mean, you know, they take away the ancestral um, element of it a lot. And, you know, there, there's just so many things that we've got to dig for to find when it comes to what is going to help each individual person. So, um, anyway, so that's kind of, you know, where I'm finding my shift right now. And and I would love to hear in the comments if anybody's still here after that huge rant. Not rant. It wasn't a rant. But I'm a huge speak, I guess. Um, you know, what kind of things are you feeling as a shift in yourself and maybe as us as a whole? Uh, I know I had spoke a little bit on it. Um, oh, this is a nice comment. I feel like I've paid my dues and as such have been guided to you, perhaps even by you. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we do, we attract like-mindedness, you know, and, and what we like, what our energy needs at the time, we definitely have a way of finding it. I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, but a lot of, you know, a lot of, I think, bad, people can see a lot of bad that's happening in the world right now, and mostly because of social media and 
um, we're just constantly seeing a steady flow of the news. And that's a good thing in a sense, but it's also a bad thing in, in a way that everyone, a lot of people, I don't, shouldn't say everyone, may feel that we're shifting negatively toward doom and we're at the point of no return. And in some ways, if we don't change things like right this second, Mother Earth is pretty doomed. And for sure. But um, as a higher mind and, and society, if we can continue to build and shift on that, I think that we can use it to our betterment from, you know, I think we could really help change the way that things are. I mean, Mother Earth is, so I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Earth breathes, like it takes breaths in and out. Uh, and so to speak, in an energetic sense and also in a, like a real sense. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, so she's she's having a hard time right now breathing and it, it's, you know, environmental and it's um, people's thoughts and stuff being directed all at all these negative things that are happening. And I spoke a little bit on Instagram, I think on Friday, about the things going on in Alabama and and all of that stuff. And, and when things like that happen, I just try to offer my insight as to what I look at. So I look at, you know, the universe wanted us to see these men. And I said this before, but the universe wanted us to see these men for some reason. Um, you know, they're probably contributing to a lot of things in the, the ripple effect of of things right now, the way that a series of events are happening. So now they're exposed and oh, the whole world is looking at these men. We know their faces. We know their names. We know things that have come out of their mouths and we are energetically, you know, putting all of our energy toward, you know, these horrible things because I don't think I've seen one, anything on that being, having a positive spin. So the only positive spin that you can, you can come up with is that now we know these men and we know what they're capable of and we're exposing them and you can just, you can just imagine the things that are going to come out about them in the coming up months or whatever um and the the whole abortion thing is so sad and it's so fortunate we have to think about it but the good news is it probably won't happen so yay um but anyway so so yeah so i mean it does it does feel like the 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 sky is falling and the world is crumbling but it's not we're just shifting we're going through this great transformation right now we're going through so many complexities of Almost, if you've been through, and show of hands, if you've ever been through something really dark, like a time in your life where you just feel like nothing is going to to get any better and it couldn't possibly get any worse, all right? So it's like no worse, no better, and you're just traveling through this wormhole, essentially, and it's like you have no control over where you're going to end up, like where you're going inside this wormhole. You kind of feel... Like it's like this, you know, this suction, but you have no idea where you're going, right? So, yeah. So those those are the transformative times. Um, those are the times where even if you aren't aware of outside source or what's going on in your own mind, there was another hand. <laughs> that is the time when all the transformation happens. And that is what is happening right now around the world. It is this great shift because it needs to happen. And I was told by I was told by a, a few sources that the Earth right now is going through a great purge. And it started um, a couple of years ago. 
and it's happening with, you know, people who are, and this is sad and I don't like to really, you know, wish any ill will on anybody, but, you know, addicts, substance abuse, um, people like that, um, it kind of started with that. So we saw a lot of substance abuse overdoses. We saw a lot of deaths of um, people um, and, and things like that. And so what, what the universe is doing is giving these people several chances. Um, and when they are not ready or willing to meet their higher selves, then the universe says, you know, it's time to purge and, and move on to the next dimension so you can do what you're supposed to do on that side. And I've had a couple of people, a global epiphany. Yes, I love that. Um, and uh, bra, I don't know how to say her name. I'm sorry, bra, my bulls fan. I don't know. I'm so sorry I butchered that. But I'm, I'm glad that you're still here with us. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that you got help as well. Welcome back, Alex. But yeah, global epiphany. Thank, and thank you, David, for saying so. But it is. It's it's like, um, you know, the earth has really be Hi, quick drama girl. You know, the earth has the energetic ley lines. Oh, hold on. I got to go fix this so it doesn't go away. Give me a second. Um, where are you, Blog Talk Radio? There you go. There we go. Um, so we have ley lines of energy, and, and now, you know, everyone is high. Um, everything that's happening to now is, is, is it like awakening. It's like, you know, bad things have happened, bad things will continue to happen, but really great things happen too, right? But now we get to see the uprising of what certain people are capable of. So world leaders, senators, regular people who are just causing these huge ripples and we're like, wait a second, you know, these things are happening. What, you know, so, but, but the universe knew it all along and the universe knows kind of like the brand, I guess, if you want to say like the brand of things, then it's like the three-eyed raven, so to speak. And if you're a godly person, if you're, you know, a religious person, um, then, you know, then you could, you could also say that God has a plan as well. Um, do I foresee war or catastrophe? Um, you know what? I see a few different possibilities. I don't think that anything is definite, and I don't think that anything is, uh, you know, infin infinite if, it, if something did happen. But I definitely think that there are a few different ways, like forks in the road, that we could go to see something, at least the start of something catastrophic or war. So I can say this. Um, I just came back from Oklahoma, and that's where my whole family is, right? And that's where I grew up, on the far right, really far right. And when I'm there, it's all Donald Trump, and it's all – hold on, Martin. I'll get to your question in a second. Um, so I was there, and it's all Fox News, and it's all the – and, I'm, you know, I'm here in California, so it's the opposite, and I'm – a neutral party, right? Like I don't, I don't love Trump. I don't love politics in general. I told you guys on Friday that politics are a negative, a negatively charged energy for me. That is so linear and so definitive. Hi, Shankar. That I, I believe that talking politics. If you're not a politician, if you're a politician, then you, you are. You have to stick your head in the sand and just be one way about things. I don't think anything should be that way. Um, about democracy, Republicans, liberal, 
about any of it. So I'm 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 out here, you know, focusing on what the impactful world leaders are doing to help save the earth. Not ones that don't believe in climate change. So um anyway, back on track. Uh it would appear from what I saw that Oklahoma and maybe Alex, you can chime in on what's going on in, in your state and some other states in the South that um, they are preparing for civil war. They are preparing for people to attempt to take their things and they are preparing for the worst and they think it's going to happen soon and they think so. Is that is this happening there too, McGraw? Because it was crazy. So they they think that it's going to happen soon, and they think it's going to happen very sneakily and like maliciously. So see, there you go. And in California, that's just not a thing. This is not a thing. This is not a thing we're thinking about. It's unrealistic. It's what? But I can say that here in the United States. The southern states pretty much rule what we do, what we watch, who goes to our White House, and, you know, think true without any rules, people. Uh, but with any rule, can people live in peace without crime? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I think there absolutely has to be duality in everything, in every situation. There's all there's got to be bad to bring out the good. Like I was just saying about that transformational wormhole. It's bad. It's really bad. But when you get to the other side, oh my god, the highest it's like the highest highs of everything you're awakened to is incomparable. So the people who have sinken to the lowest of the low, the abyss of the ocean, those are the ones who will see the highest heavens for what they really are. And I truly believe that. Um, and and anyone anyone can have access to either one of those things. It's not you know there. And I've learned recently that you can you can live simultaneously being aware of the dark or the things that you don't necessarily love it, but also simultaneously I get to love living in California because it's a better life for me. Um, so simultaneously, I get to I get to believe in those things. So simultaneously, we get to say, well, you know, bad is bad, but good is really good. Um, you know, so my actual job title is that I'm a naturopathic practitioner and and um, herbalist specializing in functional and energetic medicine. Um, I prefer Cali at the moment because it's slightly less, it's slightly more realistic. So. You can just call me a naturopathic practitioner. Um, finally, do you need king rule or political rule? I mean, honestly, I, I would prefer a king rule at this point, I think, maybe. But I just I, I don't know enough about the differences, I'm going to be honest, to say. Um, I, just, I just know that politics for me is like, it just brings me down. I can't because there's no there's no talking realms of possibility with them. It just feels so stuck. And I don't like feeling stuck. I don't like feeling like I have to choose something and that just be it. And that just be policy and that just be whatever, and you know, buy into the dinners and the, the money and all that stuff. When I think about money, I want to think about positive energy. 
when I think about politics and what they do with money, I think of very negative energy, like big pharma and being in the pockets of people who do bad things. And <laughs> um, what do I love more about being in California? Yeah, the Cal being in California, honestly, um, I don't love everything about it. I can't lie. Um, the traffic sucks. It's really, really, really fast-paced. I believe that too, Chris. Um, it's really fast-paced, and there's, you know, there's people living right on top of each other and um, all that. But there's so many great things. I can, I could go, you know, just 20 minutes to the beach, or I could go an hour to the mountains, or I could go another two hours to the snow, and I could go up north and be in wine country. And right now, California is, is, is okay for me just because um, of my career and the things that I'm trying to do. It is widely more accepted here in California than in Oklahoma. Hi, Gavin. Um, so um, most of Oklahoma doesn't even know what I do. So, uh, yeah. So uh, let's get to some questions. It is very expensive. It is also very expensive. Um, but that's another thing when you think about money, you got to think about, you know, good energy versus stuck energy. Um, I think of, again, I think of money as like positive energies and, and things that I can put forth into the world as to what I have to offer and what I can give and the things that I can provide for myself and my family based on money. So if I have to think about, oh, it's just so expensive compared to Oklahoma, that leaves me stuck. That would leave me stuck in a very, um, you know, um, kind of not dark place, but a very blocked place where I couldn't thrive. Whereas I could just accept like, okay, it is more expensive here. And at the same time, Oklahoma is way less expensive, but you get what you pay for. So we shouldn't have to pick one side or the other, as long as you're not extreme and can get along and actually have a conversation. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly how I feel about it. And, uh, you know, when I, I'm just so neutral and people, uh, when I go to Oklahoma, even here in California, there's a lot of Trump extremists. And they try to have a conversation with me about it, and I'm just so, like, you know, I'm, I'm so calm about it, and I don't lose my mind. So <laughs> enable my projects. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go. Um, but, um, yeah, I just, I, I am so neutral, and so um, I, I believe able to take ego out of a lot of things and just, if you, if, and this sounds silly, but kind of like, let it be, um, let it be, let the outside world be what it is. Okay. And if you focus your inward mind, your conscious mind into tapping into your subconscious, because your subconscious is really where all your communications happen to you. So if you, if you've ever like had something happen and you're like, Oh, I already knew that, but how would I have known that? I've never experienced this before. That's your higher self. That's your you know, your subconsciousness, you do know these things. You're an infinite source of all of the things coming from the higher self, coming from your own mind, coming from, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. We won't get too into that right now. But if you can really, if you think about it, go inside, meditation, treating yourself well, eating well, doing the work, aligning yourself, if you can do that work within you, then it will literally change the world. Think about it. It will change the world. It will change your perception in the present moment, which is the only thing that we have. 
if your perception changes of the entire world of, of certain situations where you can create a life where you are non-reactive to things, but you let them in and you see them for what they are, does that or does that not change the world? Because I believe yes, because I've seen it happen with me and I've seen it happen with other people. <laughs> and yes, um, Alex, people in Oklahoma, they're, they're growing on it but I'm not opening up an Oklahoma natural health anytime soon. Let's just say that <laughs> because I mean, my family, every time I go and I've been doing, I mean, I've studied what I've studied for years. And, and even though, let me say this, my family is native American and we lived off plant medicine for so long, but they still don't understand. Well, what do you do again? Well, what does that mean? Well, what is this? And I'm like, I tell you every time it's like, no offense, but uh, theocratic republicanism. Republicanism has control of almost all the state houses and selfish idealism that permeates the American soul and has negated any compassion for brothers and sisters throughout the world. Wow. I'm going to copy and paste that. Can I do that? Can I do that? I'm going to share what you just said. Oh, thank you, David. I mean, you know, and, and not everybody shares that same sentiment. Um. <laughs> You're correct. I don't need a sugar daddy. But if any of you want to ever donate to my cause and my mission, I'm open for that as well. Again, money is good energy, and I put good into the world. But um, anyway, yeah, David, a lot of people might share and might not share that sentiment. But um, since you have that kind of opinion and that um, that thought kind of put forth into the world, it does open your eyes a little bit to us lacking compassion in certain areas where we really, really important for us to pick that back up again. And I think that and I'm going to kind of wrap it up with this, but I think one of my main messages will be and kind of how I'm transforming into is that we need to, we need to get back more to our simplistic ways of being. So, you know, we got it somehow way overboard with, with egos and wanting to create, and technology has done a lot of great things for us. Don't get me wrong and science and saving lives and, and all that stuff. But we, if we got back to our simplistic lives, just eating well, not eating from boxes, not eating out of cans, you know, um, fresh, clean air, creating that as much as we can. We don't need Wi-Fi signals and 5G signals everywhere and, and all of that. And then I won't get into all of that. But, um, you know, I really just want to keep things super simple, you know, for everybody. We'll go back to the simplistics, the basics of life, the basics of connecting with yourself and the basis of wanting to age optimally and, and tr every single transition in life from birth through all the, cause hi, I've lived about 30,000 lives and I'm only 30, how old am I? 33 so far. So I've transitioned a lot of times. So every transition in life, every transition in health, all the way up to the final days, you deserve, you know, to know all of the things there is to know and you won't get there by the polluted mindsets that we have now. So that's kind of, you know, a main, a main goal and why I like to share so many different things with you guys, um, not to make it overwhelming, not to make it confusing, but to keep it, you know, simplistic in a sense that, you know, you can make the investments every single day so that you're, you know, you're investing now so you don't have to pay later. And I had an epiphany, epiphany, I can't even talk, epiphany recently. <laughs> I'll get it out. Oh, I'm huge. By the way, someone just asked if I'm huge on moon cycles. I live by moon cycles. I, I love moon cycles so much. Um, I had an epiphany recently that 
my younger self before I had changed, and I think this is kind of what caused a little bit of karma in my life, was that I always, I think, was looking for the nexus thing um, that someone is sitting under the shade because someone else planted a tree a long time ago. Exactly. Um, I was looking for a way, so if you think about it, through college, and you know, you get right out of school, and you go to college, and you just, you want that you want that right then. You want to get your education. You don't have to pay for it. You're like, I'll just pay for it. And this is just a pretty much a United States analogy because everyone else gets kind of free school. Well, not everyone, but it feels that way. Um, hi, CJ, or DJ, I should say. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Um, so, so we do that. So we go through school, all right? We go through all these things. We stress ourselves out. It's ups and downs. It's highs and lows. And then you get out and you're like, oh, my gosh, thank goodness that's over. Now I can start my career. But guess what? You start your career with this huge debt. Okay. So if you think of your health in that way and your connection to yourself and and the way that you want your life to go, then, then start off by paying as you go right? Like don't take these huge loans out that you're not quite sure you're going to be able to repay. Don't bet on, oh, I'm doing all these things now. It'll probably be fine later, but if it's not, I'll just take care of it then. Because guess what? The later the later that you take care of it and you have that mentality of I'll just take care of it later, the stress of that is going to add to it. And you're not going to be able to take care of it. So my grandfather always had this saying this theory that if you want something that is you know a big item or an item that is a necessity then don't buy it if you have to take out a huge loan you know he's like pay for it now pay for it as you go and that way you can enjoy it the entire time and isn't that so true to life pay for it now as you go Eat the right foods, you know, take the time, you know, <laughs> you know, eat organically like I preach all the time. You know, if you're, you know, if he, it, was, it was so funny because he would always want these things. If he wanted like a new TV or a new car or something like that, he would just never, he would never put himself in debt for anything like that because it was a huge stressor in other aspects of his life. So I'll never forget this one time I was like nine years old. Hi, radio. Thank you so much for the sweet comment. I was, um, yeah, again, I was like seven, eight years old. And we went to Las Vegas, right? And we went, they loved Las Vegas. Like we got to stay at the time. This is going to age me. The Stardust was still a thing. The Stardust Casino was still up. And <clears throat> they took me and, you know, they had to go play the casino one at a time. And usually they like to go together. And that was like a huge whatever. And we had our whole trip, and they took me all over the place. And you could tell that they didn't get to have the fun that they wanted, but they got to take me, so that was cool. On the way out of the casino, <laughs> exactly, Alex. On the way out of the casino, my grandma was standing there holding my hand. My gra- And I said, the true story, I swear. He sat down at the machine, and he was playing for probably, and it wasn't just one push of a button, and he hit. He played for probably five or ten minutes. We were waiting for our bags and everything to come down. And, you know, but between the time our bags came down and we went, because I think we drove the, no, we flew. But anyway, we're waiting for a taxi. 
And I, I remember we walked out the doors and he walked out the door with his ticket and he said, I'll be right back. I got to go get my money. And he went and he got $4,000. And this is at the time when big screen TVs first came out, right? <laughs> and he wanted the big screen TV so bad. We had the box TV for the longest time because he was not going to go put himself in debt for a TV, right? So he, as soon as we got home, we got home at like a six o'clock that evening. He went to Best Buy. We had no idea where he was going. He went to Best Buy. He came back with this giant TV strapped <laughs> to the back of his truck. And it was one of those at the time was like the projection TV. And they were like, they were really expensive at the time that they came out. Remember, I was like seven years old, like 30 years ago almost. And he came back with that big thing in his truck. And he was like, there, I paid for it. It's mine. And we we're like, okay. You know, and it was just like that with everything in our life. Like everything, you know, if he wanted a truck, he waited till he could pay for it. He saved up and he did all the right things. And he, he aligned himself. Now that I'm thinking about it, he aligned himself. He worked his ass off. You know, he did all these things. That is a good mentality to have about your health. We live in a day and age where everything, if you, you want it, you just put yourself in debt for it. You know, you just, you keep put so your, you know, these bad habits, you're putting your life in debt, putting your life in debt. And you're like, I'll just pay for it later. I'll pay for it down the line. And we have to change that mindset because your health is your greatest investment. And if you keep thinking you're going to pay for it down the line, that time's never going to come. You're either going to pay for it now or you're going to pay for it later. There'll be consequences right now or there'll be consequences later. So I'm going to end on that story. I'm going to end on that note. Um, but thank you guys. Oh my God, you guys made the show so wonderful as always. Thank you so much for coming. Um, if you know anybody in your life that you think might benefit from watching the show, then please share with them. You know, let them know that we do this on, you know, Wednesday morning, sometimes live, sometimes with a guest. If there's any part of the show that you love, Oh, Arthur, that's so cool. Um, yeah, that's, that's the way we should get back to that simplistic way of life. Um, but you guys have a great week. And if you, you know, if you like my stuff, I'm just asking because the Instagram algorithm is really messed up right now. Um, if you like my stuff, you know, take a screenshot of it and then post it to your story and tag me at your naturopath, Ash. That way I can share it and, you know, more people can see our stuff and see what, what conversations we're having here and kind of the mission that I'm on. So, that would mean the world to me um, if you guys would share my stuff and tag me on it and stuff like that on Instagram or um, I'm not really on Twitter or Facebook that much, but you could share it there as well. Um, so, all right, guys, I will, um, I will talk to you next week. I had a great time and have a great week. Reach out if you have any questions.